Welcome to the Family OS Podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're obsessed with creating the family life we desire, and we call it the Family Operating System. Join us each week to learn how to improve communication, be in control of your future, and love life. Welcome to the Family OS Podcast. My name is Kate. The final episode of Family OS. I shared last week um, just the journey that Tanner and I have been on and really the, the, the realization that we came to in recognizing that um, where, where we need to put our energy to serve and lead the best way possible means that uh, we need to end the podcast. Um, it's been uh, it's been a bit sad to to say that. Just as you know, I I love being in front of the microphone and and talking with you and interviewing amazing people and bringing you um, just so much that can help you in your life. But we realize um, in our journey and as we create this family OS and and help to create thriving marriages and beautiful families that are just uh, creating abundant communities, we know that marrying the right person matters. And so our focus now is be, is, is going towards the single women. So we're starting with the single women. If you didn't catch last week's episode, highly recommend to go back and listen. You'll get uh, you'll get the lowdown. I, I kind of I fill you in on you know the journey and and where we're where we're at right now focusing on the single women, helping them make the necessary changes in their life. Uh, Not again, that there's something wrong with them or they need to compromise or they need a guy to be whole. It's nothing like that. But recognizing that we've got to take ownership of our life now, what's not working and how we can change things so that we get a different result and things do start working. There are women who want to get married and have a family of their own, and they're struggling to find a good guy. And I'm not saying that this isn't happening on the reverse side. Uh, we we know that there are men who have been asking about doing this for the guys uh, one step at a time, but th- we know that, and um, we'll see how the the year unfolds. And hopefully, that's something we can we can work on and open up for next year. Um, but for right now. It is, it is, it is for the guy, uh, for the women. We want to serve the women. I want to serve the women. I was that, I was that girl at 40 years old being like, where the heck is my guy? I want to be married. I want to be a wife. I want to raise kids. I want to have a family of my own. Like what is going on? And it really affected most of my twenties and thirties feeling depressed, thinking all men like just didn't want to commit. They're jerks. I'm not good enough to marry. And I just had this story that, that, um, wasn't matching up to the dream that I had for myself, the life that I wanted for myself. And so, as I shared with you last week, the start of my single framework, helping women make some shifts in their life. And although you may be listening again, you might not be a single woman. That's okay. These are still great tools that you can take with you, whether you're uh, a happily married woman, whether you're a guy single or not. Um, maybe you also just know some people where this could be 
beneficial in their life. And so as I started last week with story and identity, right? We've got to change the story. What I think, what I think ultimately is what I create, what I get, right? And so I shared with you this exercise about how changing our thought process to get a different result, we've got to start first thinking about what we're thinking about, right? So that we can get something different. And so we have to change the story, change what we're telling ourselves. And in turn, that will change our identity, how we identify ourselves. Are we, you know, for me, I was, I was identifying as someone who was this rock DJ, but yet I, I was depressed. I believed that I was not good enough. I believe that I had sort of this battle between this rock DJ image and this uh, very spiritual God-centered woman. And I just clashed in my life a lot. And like, it just, it didn't match. Things didn't match. And not to say either side was false. I loved my career. I loved what I was doing. Um, the people I got to meet, the the bands I got to see, the lifestyle, like I loved it. I actually, I mean, it was, it was, it was a ton of fun, but there was also a gap from what I truly wanted in my life and how, you know, I also saw myself. There was, there were conflicts of interest really. Um, and so because of that, um, I had to change the story. I had to change what I was thinking so that I would, I would do d- things differently to get a different result, right? We know Einstein says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. How often do we do that in our life? I mean, to, to like everything. I mean, just the other day, Tanner, Tanner loves breakfast burritos. I like, I've never eaten a breakfast burrito really until I moved to Colorado. I mean, it's just not a thing in New York. That just wasn't what I had for breakfast. And I was very dialed in with my nutrition when I was in New York and uh, I moved to Colorado and Tanner's got some different eating habits. He was raised differently of his interests. Then I'm pregnant. I got those things and I'm just doing all the, all the different things that like really don't sit well with my stomach. And finally, so he, he gets breakfast burritos the other day and no joke. I ate that burrito and I felt so disgusting. I felt nauseous like the entire day. I felt like weak and tired and awful. I had, then I started getting like this like weird headache over my left eye. And like, you know, halfway through the day, I look at him, I'm like, how many times do I have to eat a breakfast burrito to realize like those don't sit well with me? Like, stop eating them. You could, there are plenty of other breakfast items that you could have that will be fine for your stomach, right? Like, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We got to change that, right? We got to start changing, owning where we are in life, accepting the decisions that we made and be like, cool, I'm going to learn something new now and do it differently because I'm not really digging how this is all playing out right now, right? So the single framework starts with story and identity. And what I want to dive a little deeper in now is the non-negotiables. This is something that I, I share with women that you've got to know what you stand for. And so this is actually where there's a very distinct difference of what people are thinking I'm doing out in social media world of like, oh, you're telling ladies that they need a guy to be happy and blah, 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 which quite, I mean, couldn't be further from the truth because I'm teaching them that they need to know what they stand for. 
and will not compromise on. And these are the things that are foundational. We know your foundation needs to be rock solid for anything to be built upon, right? When we build a house, we build a, a building, the foundation has to be solid. Your relationships should be no different. And so the non-negotiables, right? The N and single is non-negotiables. Like what are you standing for that like, these are the things that I need within the relationship that are foundational, that are core, that you can build off of for a healthy, loving, thriving marriage. If you are not clear about what those look like, you're gonna have trouble. And so I got really clear about what I wanted. And interestingly enough, I did this before I met Tanner, not even realizing like this is what I did. And then when we got together, he had actually done the same thing, not realizing like, you know, what he was doing, but just like getting really clear about like, here's what I want in a future relationship when that comes my way. And so when we got together and realized like this is the work that we had done, we're like, these are kind of like non-negotiables. And so that's really how we got the name and why we we call it this because you got to get clear. And those are things that can be based off of um, communication and growth, spiritual, what, what that looks like. Um, the, uh, let's see, what did I say? Communication, growth, finances, spiritual, and, um, I don't know. I think we had something else in, in, in the mix. There's like five that I teach the women. Um, but these are just basically like core, here we go. Growth, faith, family, family. There you go. Communication and finances. So there were five things that when we really got clear about what we wanted within a relationship, um, we, we, we looked at ourselves and was like, these are, these are foundational pieces. And, and we just came from a growth mindset. We knew that, uh, we wanted someone who was going to always continue to learn and grow and not like repeat the same year over and over again and, and like do life with that way and continue to like level up every, every year. We knew faith was really specific. I had some specific things around faith. Um, Tanner, not as much, but the deal really was that like we were going to support each other on the journey and he was going to support me in the things that mattered the most um, and just what that looked like. And so we, we were on the same page of how faith was going to grow together. Communication, like just knowing that we weren't going to have screaming matches and yelling at each other. Uh, we wouldn't like sit in silent treatment. You know, I mean, there's a lot of kind, a lot of, a lot of communication going on and it doesn't necessarily have to be just the words that you use, right? So what does communication look like? I've worked with a lot of women who are who have been victim of domestic violence and so that's a form of communication. Like get really clear that like that is unacceptable, right? And how how you um nip that in the bud when you see signs to be able to be like nope, wrong guy. Family, what is what does family look like and not just for kids? Like, do you want kids or don't you want kids, but also your extended family, or maybe even like the really close friends that are in your life, right? Like what is, what is, what does family look like? And you got to be clear and on the same page. And then the finances are also, I mean, finances are definitely something that, um, you know, couples argue over, over the, over time, if they're not on the same page. And that doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, how you spend money or debt or save, um, but also just your mindset around money and 
how you're how you're going to handle it and who's in who who is the deciding fact person you know like who's in charge and then where do you collaborate and i mean there's just there's a lot that goes into creating foundation to a marriage but these are five core elements that you get really clear on and they become your non-negotiables because then under here everything can fall into place like i knew i wanted to be with someone who was health conscious and you know, was active, like wasn't a bump on a log, but it looks differently. Tanner loves to hike and be outdoors. And I like to go to the gym and lift weights, right? Like we do different kinds of exercise, but we also do things together. Um, his, his, his version of enjoying, you know, a break is actually going for a hike or sitting in, I don't know, an ice bath. And I'm like, I want to sit on the beach with my feet in the sand. Right. But we figure out where we can both meet in the middle because at the end of the day, it's about how we can encourage each other and support each other and being active, being healthy and enjoying each other. Right. And so that's why you want to find foundational pieces. And these are your non-negotiables and you've got to get really clear on what those look like. Otherwise you're going to be in trouble. And this is definitely something that I really work with the women on dialing that in and getting specific foundationally, what does that look like? The G in the single framework is for goals. What are you working towards? What's your vision? Where there is no vision, the people perish. Scripture tells us this. You've got to have a vision. I mean, heck, think about even just what's happening in the world right now. Some people got a vision that other people don't like, but some other people don't have a vision. And so they're just following suit, right? Have a vision and then set goals that move you towards the vision. As we talked about last week and just the, the uh, exercise of like, what I think is what I get. And it's the same thing. If you're not creating a vision for yourself, you will just do whatever, whatever flies by for that day. And you won't be disciplined to take action on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on things that will actually move you towards that vision. Tanner and I have vision. We know what we want for our family. We know what we want for business. We know what we want for each other and our marriage. Like we have vision. And so every day we work on making steps in the direction of that vision. And so you've got to set goals of what that looks like, or you will literally go with the flow of the rest of the world. And I'll tell you, I'm not necessarily digging on what the rest of the world is doing. And so I want, I, I'm in charge of how my life goes, of course, with God being my light and focus. So get clear on your vision and create goals so that you have actions every day that lead you towards what you want. The L and the E in single and my single framework really is about lessons and, and enjoyment. And this is where we can, we can start to let go of the past. You know, we've got to, we've got to let go and realize the choices we made in the past, like well, one, they're in the past and we made them. So take ownership of it and learn from it, right? They're lessons. They're not failures. They're not to give you an opportunity to beat yourself up. They're just lessons. What could I have done differently? What will I do differently? What can I learn from this relationship? What can I learn from this decision I made? Lessons. When we can look at things and say, this is a lesson. Here's what I learned. Then you can make a choice, a decision, in the future, that's better than what you did in the past. And so many of us could, 
I'm sure could say, oh yeah, I should have done that a little differently <laughs> or, or a lot differently, right? But rather than having a pity party, rather than beating yourself up, rather than sulking, rather than being depressed about it, you're like, okay, what did I learn? And as you ask yourself that, look at also your ownership in those situations. Don't just point a finger. Don't play victim. When you play victim, you lose power. When you play victim, you lose control of the situation. When you play victim, you let the other person win. So don't play victim. But when you look at these past decisions, learn from it. What could I have done differently? What will I do differently? Okay, so don't just point the finger. And the enjoyment is that you just, you got to enjoy now. Life is short and we only have one life. And we don't know when we leave this earth. We don't know when our loved ones will leave this earth. So enjoy. If you're constantly focused on work, 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 and you neglect your family, that will have a generational curse for years to come because your kids will feel neglected and then they will do the same or in some kind of behavior because of it. And it will continue. The cycle will continue. You neglect your spouse because you're working too hard. I'm not saying don't work hard, but create boundaries, right? Go back to non-negotiables. What does that look like for family? The time you spend with family can also be about communication. And what does that look like? I always had in my mind before I got married and had kids that I had so much to share and teach a new generation. Like, Lord, please let me be a mother, have my own family, because I know there's so much that I can teach and offer. And now I have that opportunity. And so now, like every day, I think about how I can celebrate and enjoy right now. My kids will be young only once. They still want me, which is great, right? We know when they get older, they're not as interested. (laughs) And then usually it can turn back around, which is always a nice thing. I love my parents and love spending time with them. But seriously, right? Like you, you only have today once. So enjoy it, celebrate it, be in the moment, put the phone down. I know you're listening right now to a podcast, but you know, but, and, and good, like you should continue to feed your mind with goodness. We talked about this last week too, like feed your mind well, but I'll tell you, you also have to just put this stuff down, create a schedule, Block out time for certain things so that you can be present for your family, present for you. You know, if it's just you and you don't have kids yet, right? Be present for, for, for taking care of yourself or your being with your extended family. And then also make the time where you are focused on work and, and how you are present for that, right? So you're present for that. And it's just one, one thing at a time, but enjoy today because you only get today once. And I also needed, as I was single, still wondering where my Mr. Right was, I said to God, I had a conversation with him one day. I was actually walking to the subway and I said, okay, Lord, it's you and me. I got this. Like, we're good. Let's enjoy today. I'm okay with right now. I'm okay with right now, knowing I'm also working towards the future that I want. I'm not living in the past anymore. I'm not regretting. I'm not beating myself up. I'm not depressed about it anymore. I'm good with right now. I'm going to love today. And I'm going to keep working for what I want in the future. It's so crazy. And I still remember that. I left my apartment in New York City and I was walking uphill to the subway to, to take to 
the studio and the sun was shining and I had a pep in my step and it was like, yeah, it's good. Today's good. And look, that doesn't take away any struggle that you're going through right now or tragedy, whatever suffering that you have right now, healing that is needed. I'm not, it doesn't take away any of that stuff. And I'm not saying to not deal with those things, but I am saying is in the midst of all of that, how you show up will matter one day at a time, enjoy today and keep moving forward. And with that being said, that is what Tanner and I are doing. We are going to keep moving forward, moving forward to continue to serve families by starting with helping women marry the right person. We want to help women see that if marriage is still what they want, that they will be able to make some shifts, do things a little differently and get different results. And like I said, men, (laughs) there have been people asking if we'll do this for the guys. And, uh, uh, and I, and I think there, I think there will be a time for us to be able to do that sometime next year, but we're going to stay focused on, um, working with women through challenges. Our next challenge is the beginning of December. So findinghimchallenge.com is where you can sign up and learn more. Um, love to have you a part of it. If you are a single woman still looking for marriage, maybe you know someone um, where uh, they they may benefit from this, right? And, and pass it along, findinghimchallenge.com. It'll be in the show notes and um, we'll get started in December for another challenge. And that's where uh, we're going to continue our focus. So um, once again, I want to thank you so much for being so loyal and so supportive not just this past year as Tanner and I have launched a new business, but many of you have stayed with me through my radio career to this new um, chapter in my life. And um, I'm very, very grateful for your support. So thank you. Thank you so much. And it's uh, it's just the beginning. We're going to keep going and it's going to be amazing. Uh, we'll keep in touch through socials as well. And I'll have those links in the show notes. And uh, uh, for now, we're going to just um, pause on the podcast focus on our challenges and continuing to serve. And I wish you and your families all the best. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Family OS Podcast. We have a special gift that we'd love to give you. Text us the word POD, P-O-D, to 720-459-4219 and we'll text you back. Until next time.